You are listening to a special winter edition of Transfor from Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. This is the Transfer Show of Four Fields of Anfield Road. You can find it at foresight.com. Um, welcome to the show. We've got uh, uh, an incredibly knowledgeable group, and we decided to to not get any, uh, a lot of them. So we have uh, with us we have Jason. Hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. We've got Drew. Hi, mate. Hi, everyone. And then, uh, uh, last and certainly not least, uh, we've got Christian, our friendly German. Hi, mate. I'm, I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's, he's that he's that gentle. He immediately assumes I'm asking how he is. Um, <laughs> and then, frankly, I don't care. So this is the Transfer Show, and on the night where this January window will close, um, we will review our window, our issues, the things we did well, the things we did not do, and the things we did not do well. And we will have a glance over to um, the rest of the top six. Uh, that's fighting for the same things, and uh, we're going to look at their transfer business and, and see how much they do. Um, so basically, um, let's just get started. Jason, if you look at the window in in... In, in, in the broadest perspective possible how do you feel that we've done uh, oh that's a tough one um, obviously I'm elated that we we finally got Van Dyke because we've been waiting for that elite level defender um, to come <coughs> in for such a for such a long time and um, when you see things now like um Carius is is starting to play in the in the back five and and Robertson as well and how well they're doing then you 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 just kind of start to feel okay maybe we'll we'll start to to get together a really solid defensive unit there um but obviously on on the downside having um Coutinho leave without a I'm it's, it's not so much him leaving, but letting him leave without uh, a replacement is 
a concern for me just in you know making sure that we we reach the top four again this season um we've got luckily arsenal have have dropped back a little bit so so we just need to stay in front of spares really but um yeah that's it's difficult to say i think i think i'm still feeling relatively positive about it because i think our defense is going to get so much better but um yeah that's that's my concern if we get an injury to you know Salah or or Firmino or something can Ings and Solanke step in and get up to a high enough level that that we can get that get into that Champions League uh, spot again yeah um, makes sense uh, Drew how do you feel um well, obviously, Virgil arriving is a is a big thing, but it just feels so long ago that it was almost like it was in the last window. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, it was before that January window actually opened. So, you know, and that's that's I think why everybody's having such a meltdown. You know, if we'd got him last week, I don't think everybody would be moaning so much about our transfer business. Um, but we got him so early in the window and then nothing happened for two weeks and then Coutinho left and then it was like wait for who's coming in and I think Klopp just didn't want Coutinho you know messing with the minds of the rest of the team so he said enough's enough and you're out you know got a good deal for him and but didn't really have a replacement lined up uh, you know there was talk of of um, Lamar and, and things like that but also I don't think he's worth what they're asking and I think that's what Klopp feels is not worth what they're asking so yeah I think overall it's not a bad window but it's not a great window um, we've definitely got a world-class uh, defender um, we need a, a world-class keeper we've got an all-right keeper and thankfully he's decided not to play a very bad keeper um, so we'll see <laughs> they just had to make that point they just... I had to make that I had to make that sorry <laughs> I thought I, I, I'd assume that you better not on tonight <laughs> I'd assume that you'd start saying every window we haven't sold Mignolet is a bad window <laughs> <laughs> well we still haven't sold Bogdan so we like to keep bad keepers. I think it's like we've got a collection of them. <laughs> I th I think we would happy to entertain any discussion about Bogdan. <laughs> it's just nobody wants him. Which is I think um, so. which is the same with Markovic. Yeah, the thing is with Markovic, um, he had uh, a decent loan spell in Turkey. And he's had a very good loan spell for Hull. You know, there's tons of worse players in the um, in, in the Premier League. That's, that's why I'm surprised. He's not a bad player. He might not fit Klopp's, um, you know, he might not have the work rate that Klopp needs, but he's got some skills and he's got some pace. And I think he just needs to find the right team, you know. Um, but, yeah, no one's rushing to get him, man. Right? You know, I think he'd do a very good job for for any of the Stokes, Leicesters, Burnleys, mm -hmm. you know, all these teams. 
Yeah. I reckon it. I reckon it'd be better off going to Spain or somewhere like that. I think. Um, or Italy, it's, maybe. It's, yeah. yeah, it's. I think his style would suit better over there. He's not that physically robust. He looks a bit scared when he played in the Premier League. So, just wonder if he. he he's a decent. Uh, he's decent technically. So you think, if he if he went, you know, you could imagine him going to, a Seville or something like that, and and. And doing pretty well there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The one, the one or two occasions I've seen him playing, uh, it looked to me um, like he's more the player that that would um, do better in a, in a less physical league, less physical mm-hmm. environment. Yeah, not sure uh, if I can completely agree with that, but uh, I don't think he was really bad. You know, he played right wing back in that three-five. 2-1 or whatever it was that we played on the uh, on the Rogers in 14-15 uh, and he played really well he was defensively he was pretty sound and then for some reason we got Ibe in and Ibe had to play there and he didn't get a look in after that and he got the weird red card in the Champions League yeah um I kind of got the feeling that he had a bum deal under Rodgers because maybe he was forced on Rodgers or something like that rather than being signed by him. So, And then he had quite a few injuries and got loaned out all over the place. So, yeah, I, I feel a bit bad for him because he's just had a, a pretty shite spell since he's he's come to uh, Liverpool, really. 2-0 for Chelsea, uh, against Chelsea. Bournemouth leads 2-0. Oh, just do they? Yeah, just ready in the echo. That is massive. This evening gets better and better. <laughs> it's even yeah. three. It's even and three nil. Man. <laughs> it's three now. Yeah. It's even three nil. So if we just wow. could get Mares over the line, that would be nice. No, all right. Let's let's stick with uh, with with the program. Um, Chris, mm. how do you feel about the window for us? Not entirely happy, but uh, as as Jess said earlier, that's exactly the point. The, um, the key point of the whole window for us is is Virgil Van Dijk. Before that window, ev- every man and his dog talked about um, how weak we are defensively and that we have to strengthen at the back. That was the overall message, and it was the overall consensus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we, now we we got the VD. Of course, he has to settle in. He played a completely different system at South at Southampton as Klopp pointed out and he has to settle in he needs to to get back to full fitness and uh, yeah then everything will be good and I mean that that was the key point Um, Coutinho was an exceptional player exceptional skills but he had his weaknesses also and he was not exactly a player fitting well into the Klopp system he yeah um, Klopp inherited him and he made the best of that and Klopp seem to do yeah very well in that system finally but um, okay he wanted to go he forced his move and uh, yeah don't stop travel as we say in Germany and um, so finally yeah he's off and we are still very strong we have seen it in the city game and that's the high level we want to play at we want to get our club back to exactly that level playing against the best and and uh, prevail and we have seen against City that there are other options, they are prompting, 
so let's not be too negative I am worried about the goalkeeper situation which has deteriorated over the past six seven weeks um, I'm not I'm absolutely not convinced with, with, with uh, Loris Karius I hope he will improve massively he has to because he was hardly tested at all and still looks a bit shaky and I hope he can make some good saves uh, against Spurs and that will boost him his confidence so overall, it's okay. it's an okay window. It should be seen as good, but far far from great. Because I would love to see a, a, a goalkeeper, top class goalkeeper, now, not in the summer. Yeah, said that on one of the previous pods. Problem with goalkeepers now is that you won't get one that's from the level you want who can play in the Champions League. So that's also for the other side. They will, you know, uh, Roma is in the Champions League as well. And they play Shakhtar Donetsk. You know, if, you, if you're Roma, you think that's an option for us to get in, in into the semi-finals. Well, that's, that's, that's an option for us to get into the last eight there. And getting into the semi-finals for an Italian team not being Juventus is a major feat. Yeah, yeah. So why would we sell our prized asset, our top goalie, who's going to play in the on the World Cup because he's Brazil's number one? Um, so you know he won't be. <laughs> there's no reason why it would be cheaper in the summer. And yeah, and, and you need him be, now. Yeah. We we could say to Roma is saying, okay, you know you know what. Um, oh well, we could actually could say um, you, you can have Mignolet, and he's good, you know. He's just not Allison good, but you can have him, and he'll be good in in uh, in the Italian league, I'm sure, because he's a, he's a very good goal stopper, uh, shot stopper. <laughs> I'm trying to test you there, Drew, but um, uh, no, I'm, I'm holding my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but he could do well in 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 the Serie A. So you know, he, he, for Roma, he's he's very very decent. You know, you, you saw that with uh, with uh, Chesney from Arsenal, Shin Premier League, very decent uh, in in um, in the Serie A. But then again, and, and Mignolet might be able to play in in uh, in, uh, in the Champions League, but uh, you know, Allison couldn't play for us. And then you'd have Carrius, who has a point if he says, "Well, I did not really get my chance. I got started on on the back of a broken hand injury, which is one of the worst ones for a goalkeeper to have." And he was in the middle of settling in in England and getting a new. Uh, he was uh, having relationship issues, and after that was sorted, he didn't really feature for us. And then he came into the rotation at the beginning, so you know, I, I, if I was carriers now, I, I would walk into to to Jurgen's uh, Jurgen's office. There's a point where you can say, oh, "Give me, you know, we will play from now till the end of the season. We'll play 15, um, minimum 15 games, maximum 20. That uh, that's reaching the uh, Champions League final." give me all those games and then you can judge me and I'll show you after 20 games 
I'm a lot better goalkeeper than you think I am now. Yeah, but, um, I think I agree with that. I think he's. Yeah. I don't think he's had enough of a run yet to be able to decide either way. Um, you know, just playing in the Champions League this year, uh, it, it's not really it's not really provided him with enough, has it? I mean, he had the the mistake against um, Moscow, but apart from that, I can't really think of too much that he's done wrong but it's it's limited games and in quite a lot of them we dominated so it's it's hard that's all that's also very difficult for a goalkeeper in uh in 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 a team like liverpool we are the team that gets the fewest shots against uh combined with city you know and it's it's not like there's a whole lot of time to redeem yourself I think though you can still eat yeah you're right but we we had a similar situation when we had uh, Rainer in goal and you could just see straight away that he he would just switch on whenever he needed to do you know um, get could go the whole game and not do anything and then make a great save and the 85th minute and I think that's what you that's the type of character you need to be if you're going to be an absolute elite goalkeeper yeah yeah um, uh, I wrote that once about Van Dijk you know in, in the system that we play with basically three people three players um, busy with defending and the rest is busy with attacking you need three one man armies and you know, Van Dijk is 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 one, perhaps the best available, and and you know maybe in time one of the best in the world even. Certainly has the pedigree, the, the build, you know, uh, the brain, everything for it. So um, so yeah, you need your goalkeeper to be that as well. And you know, I've seen some nice things from Carius. Um, his passing seems quite good. You know, he releases the ball quickly uh, and also he's he's much closer behind the defenders so if a ball gets passed in behind he's he seems to be there to intercept it um, he was in the right place to make the save against Huddersfield so yeah there are there are some good signs from him yeah, but- it's just that worry when he's got a shot almost straight at him is he going to save it like that that Moscow one but I think he, he needs more Opportunities to show that that was, uh, you know, a, a bad mistake or whatever, and and not the norm. Yeah, the thing is though, um, he gets. <laughs> we go an entire game against a team that plays in the Premier League, and we talk about that save because that's the only save he has to make. It's it's one shot on target, and how many times do we have this season that it's one or two shots on target? So how are you going to judge your goalkeeper if he gets one shot and that he, he can't save that shot because you know, like uh, the Swansea, uh, the the, the Mawson goal, it goes into into that corner. Hey, what's he to do? You know, only if he gambles that he's going to mishead it. And puts it exactly there, and he might have a shot um, at, at saving it. So, you know, I, th- I think it's relatively harsh for a goalkeeper for Liverpool. It's not like 
Lloris gets, um, you know, uh, watching uh, Tottenham play in Manchester at the moment. Uh, Lloris has gotten like five or six shots. That's very easy saves. And one or two, that's that's absolutely, that's actually good goalkeeping. But it's eight times in, in, in like an hour of football where he can show himself being, being a good goalie. We need to go off one shot or, or, or two, maybe. <laughs> that's it. So you know, I think it's um, it's it's very very harsh to find uh, to find a goalie that would be an instant hit. What if you're getting in Allison and you no know, in in from the three shots on goal, he doesn't save two because they're just unsavable, and he saves just one. Is he done then? And where do you go from there? You know, if you, if you get the goal the goalie from the world champion elect and he can't do it for us who can it's it's really yeah you're right it is hard i mean i i suppose the only example you can look at is um city isn't it so that they're they're the team that plays probably most like us in the premier league um they also concede very few chances and obviously bravo really really didn't work out for them last season um, and you could see he just wasn't good enough for for this league. And then, um, I mean, uh, Edison has come in now, and okay, he made a mistake against us, but um, yeah, it was proper shit against us. Yeah, yeah but, I think it was more than one mistake there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he's, gen- he's generally he's generally been quite. He's he's obviously been a big improvement on Bravo. So, although you might only get few opportunities you can still see that there's a difference between goalkeepers. I mean, I've already mentioned the the sort of difference between Carrius and Minule. Even if they've got similar shot-stopping ability and it does look like almost every single shot on target goes in because we allow so few, but when we do allow one, it, it's usually a one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Um, but at least the other parts of his game look a lot better so that could you know that could result in it uh if i think about the the first time it's either the first the first time we played leicester in the league it this season um we we conceded two and minile had such a bad game it was just a, and it was really frustrating because he just stayed on his line all the time and he wasn't following up behind his defence, so he wasn't ready if a ball went in behind. And I just think Carrius does that a little bit better. So it, it's not just you know shots on target or whatever. He can actually help out pre- preventing chances from happening in the first place. Uh, maybe if he's a bit braver coming for crosses, you know, lots lots of different ways uh, it can help out. I think. Yeah. But still, I think we're all a bit disappointed again that we, yeah, it, it's the obvious spots I think now in the squad, isn't it? I mean, you'd like another wide forward slash creative player, and you'd like a new goalkeeper, I think, um, and possibly a, deven- a defensive midfielder, just to allow uh, someone like Henderson to to drive forward. You know, yeah. I do think I do think he's better in the number eight position rather than the number six. So you need a. I think you still need a number six. 
if, if you go back to the best midfield in the world, you know, yeah, Mascherano breaking up everything, and that allowed Xabi Alonso to be all Xabi Alonso, <laughs> and Steven Gerrard to be absolutely Steven Gerrard, because he didn't, you know, Steven in and at that time didn't really need to to be thinking about how do we set up the team, how do we, um, you know, how how do we let the ball flow, how do we do ball re- recycling. Now he could be all the Steven Gerrard he could be, um, because Xabi Alonso was allowed to be that, and I think Jordan Henderson showed in in um, in the cameo against Huddersfield in in, in the FA Cup how much a, of a change a passing midfielder makes. You know, and people obviously will say it's it's all sideways, etc. Bullshit, but. Um, he's the only passing midfielder that we've got, and getting in, uh, um, you know, a, a midfielder that shields the back four and allows um, allows Henderson to be even more Jordan Henderson, which is driving forward, long range shots. Um, well, they're scared to shoot at the moment. And I just one yesterday where I was a little, you know, why didn't he take the shot? You know, like, like Chan did. Yeah, yeah. There was one position he got there. He said, take the shot. And he was looking for that pass. And it's almost like he's, he's forgotten to take a shot. So <laughs> you say those long range shots, they're not happening at the moment with him. He's great at getting forward, but he's lost that, that you know, he's Gen- almost got a fear, fear to take the shot at the moment. Yeah. Genie won all them as well. Yeah. What's happening? I don't know why they're scared. They're looking for that final pass, and sometimes that final pass is one pass too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be be a bit more brave. I think that counts for both. On the of other us. hand, on the other hand, you can waste a good opportunity by taking too many long shots. Yeah, I'm not saying too many because Coutinho was well. taking yeah. too many at times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, an odd occasion, take one or two. It is worth having one or two shots, you know. Yes, you might waste an opportunity and it goes flying over the crossbar, but at least you'll... Oh, maybe they won't hang back off you, okay? So they'll start to go for you and they create the space. Um, so just, you know, you, you need to do that, I think. It might be the change in, in mindset he's had dropping back from an 8 to a yeah. 6, perhaps, that yeah. Yeah, he's, could be. He's, thinking, he's thinking a lot more about the team and positioning and all, all of this kind of stuff and all that sort of stuff possibly could also be uh, by design you know um, mm. he is we've obviously had two two difficult games and they said after the Huddersfield game that talk in the dressing room at half time was all about uh, be careful be careful safety first uh, keep the clean sheet you know um, we're 2-0 up if we keep a clean sheet um, we win that game and that's that's what mm. we need to do Everything. Yeah, but, I think, but the particular incident I was referring to actually was before Chan scored the first. He got into a great position and and he looked for a little lob pass over where he was actually quite open and and I think it was worth the risk of having a shot. And he didn't yeah. you can see he didn't even think of having a shot. So it was before the safety first spot and things, you know. It's um, so yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but uh, hopefully he'll he'll just. Just one or two. I'm not asking for a lot of game, but a couple of times he gets in that position. Have a shot. That's all I ask. Mm. Yeah, I agree mm. with you. That was a moment where he actually dipped mm. the shoulder and getting ready mm. for a shot. You know, he, it, it crossed his mind. 
and then he just didn't dare to follow up. Mm. And he and he and he went for uh, you know uh, a good pass sideways into um, mm. uh, I think Salah on the wing or Gomez mm. on the wing or Chan on the wing. But you know mm. it it was everything. It was all that and mm. yeah. So I believe that we there's so much talk about we need to play football um, and we need to create those eight eight and nine out of ten, ten chances so what we're not going to do is shoot a lot from uh, from, from range mm. and Emery Chan is obviously um, not that bothered anymore he's playing for Emery Chan mm. and he did well as, as that right midfielder I thought he played brilliantly in a 3-4-3 playing out wide it, it suits him. Um, Fesco uh, had a had a uh, good post on that in on on the ratings on the website and said um, this this may actually be a position that brings out the best in Emery Town. Mm. Everything that he needs that he can do from there, you know, he can be a bit more risky because there's a central midfielder um, and a right back having his back. So you know. Mm. Instantly, whatever he does, it's it's on it's on the wing, so it's it's not instantly putting people in in front of our goal. So there's loads of room for him to move into. Mm. It, it gives him a bit of freedom, and so I thought, yeah, maybe if we played this for if we played this style or him playing in that role for quite a while, you know, um, he, he might be. Uh, even better than where he is today, and he isn't that. Um, you know, his faults wouldn't be that uh, that influential. He doesn't, you know, too many times where he goes, uh, where he doesn't track back into the box. Well, he wouldn't even be near the box. It would just be doing the pressing in in midfield, tracking a bit, but not that to the extent we need to do as a six or an eight in in the four three three. So, um, okay. How do we feel about the current squad? As I said, we only have we only have at least fifteen games to go, uh, potentially twenty. Um, are we that understocked? Because we own we only have six. If if we manage to get into the Champions League, uh, into the Champions League final, we get six midweek games. If we, okay. so you know, there's there's six weeks where you want to rotate on rotation alone, not not going on form, not going on injuries, um, just rotation alone. I Do think you... we're okay. I think we're okay. Um, you know, obviously most of Liverpool's uh, supporters are panicking, um, probably because they're seeing a few transfers for the main rivals um, and, uh, and I think we're okay um, you know obviously it would have been great to have Cater now and although he can't play Champions League um, you know or to sign up Goretzka or someone like that um, you know that would have been great but uh, I don't think we're, we're short uh, I think we've got obviously uh, you know but up front, we we could possibly do with a, an extra wide man. 
I think Ings and Solanke can cover for Bobby, but Bobby will play pretty much every game. Um, you know, with the odd one they might not, might rest him on one or two, but you know. Um, so I think we're all right. I really do. I mean, Ox can fill in up front as well. Um, so can Milner and a and a push. Um, uh, you know, I think we'll be okay. I'm not fast. All right, Christian, you've been a bit quiet. Uh, how do you feel going forward? Zing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it, it depends on the next few weeks. The problem is, um, in the uh, on the uh, in the attacking department, uh, both Solanke and Ings had hardly any playing time, and uh, to settle in and yeah to to um, get on well with the with the um, with the wingers uh, Salah and Mane. Um, they need time. If they, they're not given time, it's it's not Ings or Solanke who coming in and backing or replacing uh, firms. It's about Oxford Chamberlain. And uh, then we have one strong midfield option less. So um, then then Miller is is a hell of a fighter. He fights like a buffalo, but but he is rather slow. So when I think about Champions League top level games, which hopefully will come up. And um, then all of a sudden we have a serious problem there. If anyone gets injured, we have the same the, the same issues uh, at the back. We have seen that recently with uh, several players with uh, minor injuries or illnesses, and all of a sudden, yeah, Gomez plays centre back, yeah, and uh, TAA alongside right back, yeah, and then someone gets injured on the pitch, and then Milner has to come on. <laughs> That is enough. That is good enough for the mid-table and lower-table teams of the of the Premier League. But that's not good enough against Bayern or Barcelona or Real Madrid or whoever comes up against us. No, against those you you need all eleven of our best players. Yeah. Or or the, the best fourteen, fifteen. Then again, that's the concern. Yeah. Then again, that is the team. Um. But that goes for any team, really. You know, they need, and when you're in those levels or those uh, sort of stages of Champions League, you need your best players on the field. So if Bayern has a couple of, you know, injuries, they're also going to be playing their second string, and you know, um, then they're going to be weakened because. But have they? But have they got more? More uh, depth. More, more stronger, depth. Play, more stronger players, and so. But early, maybe early they do, but, but if you take off, if you take Barcelona and you lose Messi, the replacement isn't going to be anywhere near Messi, is he? Well, that's, I mean, that's just, <laughs> it's an extreme is, example. Yeah, it's got to be Messi if Messi is out, yeah. Because <laughs> when, when they had when they had um, Neymar, Suarez, and Messi, you couldn't find three players in the world who could come in and step up to their level. But I mean, for us. The first half of the season, you could at times play Coutinho, uh, Firmino, and Salah, and have Mane on the bench, who's a, you know, a, a player who can have an incredible impact on a on a game in in a short space of time, uh, and um, I, I we we've not got someone at that level at the moment that we can afford to leave out of the first team uh, so I, I think if assuming that we don't get someone in in the next couple of hours 
Um, Klopp is oh, going to no. have to. Klopp's going to have to try and find some way to to um, give Ings and Solanke more more time somehow. Uh, whether it's you know as substitutes or or, or what, I, I don't know. But we, we had this issue last year where um, we had players like Sturridge and Origi and um, uh, and Debre Chan and they didn't get much time in in the first half of the season when we were absolutely flying and then it hit January and suddenly we had a glut of injuries and um, that they they looked incredibly rusty when they came in or maybe even Sturridge got injured just when he was needed would probably be more fitting but um, it's it's that sort of thing isn't it so I think he needs to he needs to find a way to to give those guys a bit of time now because they they need to they need to get some somewhere near the level of the players that they're replacing otherwise an injury to one of them could derail us as it, as it did with Mane going out last year. If you, if you look uh, at at the uh, most of the squad, he's rotated pretty much everyone except for Firmino. Um, and and that position, uh, you know, they've had uh, Solanke's in innings about five minutes here and there, you know, except for maybe the League Cup game, I think, uh, where Solanke played most of the game. But it's it's the one position that hasn't really been rotated. Where the other ones, where the other positions have, the midfield definitely has, the the, the backs definitely have. Um, you know, We've got a lot of midfield players who are at quite a similar level, I think. Um, yeah, you can you can almost swap out a Chan for a Wijnaldum or a Milner. Doesn't make a huge and amount of difference. And there's some Ox. Only difference yeah. Ox adds is a bit more pace yeah. to the others. Um, but uh, yeah, they've all been rotated quite regularly, um, so they all had some decent game time. So the only ones that haven't would be obviously Van Dijk. Um, who's had two games, but still needs to get up to speed on systems and that sort of stuff. And then uh, the, the striker position, so Ings, and Ings could play in a wider position if need be. Um, I think he's got the skills and the and the, uh, the hassle factor. Um, and even Solanke. Full, full time at Stamford Bridge, by the way. 3-0 to Bournemouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. We've now gone above them in the, in the table. So we're now third. Yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah, so I think uh, I think he will over the next few weeks. Um, probably see, you'll see more game time for Ings and um, Solanke. I think he knows that he's got to get them up to speed and playing more. Um, so I think he'll find them find them there. And if they, you know, they'll be getting sixty minutes here. And if it's not not working, it's going to be on and finish off the game, or Salah will come on. And, School the girl or whatever. So I think you'll find them coming up. I think you, you probably find they would have would have played in the last game if it wasn't for the, the uproar of us losing two games in a row to the bottom and the second bottom uh, in the log. You know, once in the FA Cup and once in the league. Yeah. Um, let's let's not do the review there. But um, <laughs> okay, I want to dive into the different transfers. So. We're all happy we bought Van Dijk. We are all a bit gutted with the sale of Coutinho, but we can understand 
from just 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 sack the the transfer itself. That's all right, isn't it? It's it's a good fee. It's a good moment in the transfer window. Um, he's been he's been annoyed and annoying his teammates and bugging them about the transfer for for weeks. Uh, so you know the club decides we're okay selling them. We are all fine with that. In 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 the broadest perspective, or yeah, fine, moves. fine, fine with selling Coutinho, except that I think should really have replaced them. Yeah, yeah, but all right, fair enough. The sale in itself, it's it's a good fee. It's uh, a transfer we all can understand for a Brazilian lad who has always talked about playing for for Barcelona since he was six. Fair enough. Then the storage one. I'm. What, what do you feel about that, Christian? It's okay. It's absolutely okay. I mean, it has has. Um, it, in fact, it has it has revealed over the past past months, last few months that that there is no way for Sturridge back into to the first team. I mean, Salah is too good. The goal scorer was a, f- a fantastic revelation, and and Firmino. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. We have two twenty-plus goal scorers now. Everybody, everybody was was claiming we we, we need to buy someone. <laughs> yeah, we and already have one, and we bought one. Yeah, I'll I'll put my hands up. I <laughs> thought we needed a twenty twenty a season striker. Now we've got two twenty-plus season strikers. Yeah, <laughs> I was so annoyed by that. Not by you personally, nothing against you, but but uh, I read it so often, and I, it was simply annoying to me. Someone. Who's waiting in front of the goal, <laughs> waiting for the balls, and um, for me, well, it's every... so much better for us. Okay, but uh, anyhow, Sturridge, I thought there was no way for him back into the team. It was obvious that he didn't fit. Also had the, these fitness issues, so so Klopp could never really plan for longer for a longer term with him or a longer time with him, and so it, it's it's. Yeah, it's, it's very understandable. It's uh, absolutely okay. It's nothing against uh, against Sturridge. He's a he's a great guy, on and off the pitch. But um, he needs to to go into a different team where he fits better. Yeah, I'm actually very happy with that, with the transfer in itself. Um, if you go back to the last time um, Mourinho wins the league at um, uh, with Chelsea. He sends, um, what's it? He sends Lukaku to Everton, and Everton takes off points from almost every side, including us. You know that's a three-three season at, uh, at at Goodison with the late Sturridge winner. If Sturridge goes and he nicks points from Arsenal, from Spurs, you know he will get more game time with them. With uh, with with uh, with West Brom, than he would ever get with us against those sides. So on 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 a mad day, he can put three past uh, past Arsenal, and that might so in that sense he might do better securing Champions League football for us uh, than he would do staying with us. On on on, so I'm I'm very okay with that. Um, there's also uh, a lot of money that we can save that 
uh, you know, that we can put forward to um, the players that we want even more or club wants even more. Yeah. All right. So that's um, the two major outgoings and the major incoming. Um, then we've got uh, Ajaria, who's confirmed um, on a on a loan till the end of the season at Sunderland. How do we feel about that, uh, Chris or um, uh, Jason? Uh, I I liked what I saw of him in preseason, but. Um, Obviously, he's he's had absolutely no chance, um, even in cup games and and so. On. Has he even got into the first team squad? I don't think so. No, no. Um, he might have uh, sat on a bench uh, for a league game, league, the one league cup game we had, but I don't think he's done league cup game. Yeah, he might. So, have, could be correct. I could be wrong. Yeah, assuming now the club has uh, and he himself have. You know, decided this is the. Where, where's he gone, by the way? Sorry, did I did I miss that? Yeah, Sunderland. 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 Sunderland with, the, with Chris Coleman. Uh, so being uh, in the championship now. Um, yeah. So hopefully um, it, it gives him some exposure to competitive football. Um, uh, put, uh, if yeah, as long as the the club, uh, it's the best thing for him and and the club. I, I don't have any any problem with that really and it's not like he's just been farmed out against his will or anything so um, should be should be good for everyone yeah uh, Wilson apparently going to Hull not confirmed yet but um, uh, there's been uh, uh, quite a few reporters on on, on Twitter They're like people from, from uh, BBC Sports twittering that it's done he's going to Hull uh, Drew, how about that? Well, I mean, obviously he's been scoring for fun in the under-23s, so he does need something to challenge himself. But, um, you know, yeah, I don't know why he hasn't got a look at me. I don't think he even made the League Cup squad. Um, I for, believe, for believe, believe he was mm. injured. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so well, yeah, well, he'll have his work cut out for him because, I mean, in fact, both of them will have their work cut out for them because I see Hull's, you know, fourth from bottom and the Sunderland is second from bottom in the championship. So they'll have some work to do. Um, but I think you know any any form of you know decent standard competitive football for these guys at their age uh, is always a good thing. Uh, you don't get it in the under twenty threes. Um, and that's where he's been scoring for fun. So, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good. They need the time. They need to show what they can actually do. Um, and I was also surprised that uh, that maybe Woodburn wasn't going on 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 loan. I think he could have. But yeah, I don't know where he's going to come in and play for us in the next uh, in the next twenty games that we're going to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Just, I, I hope that I get some some game time. I really wanted him to play um, in in the in the West Brom game. You know, it's mm. it's 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 a game where you can say I'll take one of the lads off, one of the Mane, Salah, Firmino, and play Woodburn, and then have one of them three coming off the bench for shock effect. Mm. 
So well, I, thought... I remember this pass he made in preseason where everyone thought it was Coutinho who got the assist. I don't know if any, anyone remembers the. Is that, yeah, is that the one on on storage where he brilliantly finishes it and tears a muscle? <laughs> is, isn't, isn't that the one? I thought, thought that's so. A, that's a, that sounds so storage. Uh, no, yeah, that I was sto- remember, storage in 20 seconds. I can't remember. Um, it may have been. I, I just remember he was around about the halfway line or something like that, yeah. and it was kind of a chipped pass into the the penalty area. It looked very Coutinho-like. Um, great assist. And with losing, with losing Coutinho now, I, I don't... Apart from him, I don't really see anyone in the squad who, um, who is who who's gonna do something like that. So, um, yeah, it would have been nice to to see see something of him. I think this season, but unfortunately, being out of the two domestic cups now, it, it looks unlikely, doesn't it? Hmm. Yeah, maybe a few minutes uh, if, if we're unlucky to get an injury from one of the forwards you might get a couple of minutes from the bench per game yeah. well, he's still very young though isn't he yeah, yeah he's 18 18 yeah. Yeah. yeah but when, when you're good enough to score for club and country and you never look he never looks out of place is his 45 minutes against Stoke may not have been brilliant but it wasn't terrible you know he might win as a free kick um, or, or even a penalty. Penalty. And yeah, yeah. You know, you might win that for us, and and the better decision from the ref would be that it was one. So, <laughs> you know, if he wins that, we all say Jesus, he's winning it, and he scored uh, for country. You know, and not in the under twenty ones or or s- some friendly in an important game where they were still fighting to get to uh, to the world championship. And, and he scores a belter so you know he's a lad who can do it so I, I'd be happy to, to to him get games you know uh, being helped by the likes of um, of Firmino and Salah and, 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 and Mane and the others I can understand that in in the current weeks that he didn't he, he, he didn't have the balls to put him on um now, if he doesn't do well against West Brom, you get the Swansea result. On on the back of that, you get. Um, I, I think if if we win against Swansea, he might play against uh, West Brom. It's it's like what Drew said about the, the the Huddersfield game. You know, it's just this is not the time. Now the next game could be a moment. It's just that's the Spurs game. So you're not going to do that, and after that, it's the one before Porto. So you know, um, give him 30 minutes there, and 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 uh, have Mane rested or Salah rested for 30 minutes. So there's options, just not a whole lot of them. You just reminded me of some. I'm not sure why it just tripped a, a memory for me. Uh, did did anyone? read what um, or hear what Klopp had said about if someone tries to uh, loan Ings <laughs> yeah yeah if, 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 if they call I'd be very happy to answer that um, 
Inks is only on the mar. It's not on the market. Only if I'm unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that ballsy talk. You know, if you're Inks and you hear that, you feel ten feet tall. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, even if he doesn't really mean it, and if he doesn't think so, I'm, 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 I believe he does. I believe he it's 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 not a gimmick but say it's a gimmick he does that really really well in the right moment this yeah. is the moment where you can say Ings I believe in you because I need you in the next four or five months I need you I absolutely think that what some of what Klopp says in his interviews is is not always what he believes or he can he, he's not above being economic with the truth I mean you know in the summer there's no better defenders out there and that he knew he wanted better defenders he wanted van dyke it's no there's no doubts that he wasn't entirely happy with the players he had but he said what he said again to make his defenders you know to to back them up and um make them feel that that they're still wanted by him basically um and this this thing with with Ings now, I, I, I do think there's more more likelihood he's being genuine because, um, let's face it, we do we, we've let Sturridge go now. Origi's already out on on loan. We absolutely need him because we are, you know, an an injury away from from him being in the first team. So he's 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 uh, at plus he just absolutely he looks like a clock player, doesn't he? You know, he he runs he his ass off. But um, also, he's a really good finisher as well. So, um, which was the 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 game he came? Uh, can't remember. If it, it was, was Swansea. It was Swansea. It was Swansea. He came on and he he made the keeper make a a good save. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he he the uh, really good piece of play in the in the mm. in the box where he sort of dragged it back and got mm. a shot off. Um, I just I just want him to to get. To get some some minutes under his belt, you know, perhaps uh, we go, we get two or three nil up. As soon as you do that, try and get those those lads on, give them some some game time now, because it could be essential that they're they're not rusty when when they when when they're needed later on. Okay, last one, um, Grujic on loan. At New Warnock, unleash your inner dog. What's a... it's got oh, he be... definitely needed game time. He definitely needed game time. Uh, you know, I would love to have seen him play more. I think he could have could have played a, as a six for us. Um, you know, in a couple of games, especially with Hendo injured. Um, but they never got a look in. So yeah, I think it's a good one, and I think he's got a, a minimum game time sort of thing. Otherwise, uh, otherwise Cardiff have to pay more or something, don't they? Yeah. Mm. So I think that'll be a good. I think he needs some proper game time, and you know, in the in the championship, it's not easy. Um, and Cardiff fourth, huh? fourth only three points off second, so they've got a lot to play for. Yeah, absolutely. So that's absolutely nice. Okay. Um, let's hope uh, they all do well. 
So um, let's move on to the rest of the top six and look at what they've done um, in this window. Spurs signed Lucas Moura from PSG on a permanent deal and they have sent um, the French and Kudu on loan to Burnley and they didn't do anything else that's alright isn't it it's it's a like for like replacement and for the rest they haven't done anything to improve them unless you, you know, well you know they've improved on a player they've upgraded on one player um, they've done nothing else they kept Rose so. depends, how, depends how good Mora is doesn't it I mean he's he's not really played this uh, this season he, he came from PSG right yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he's not. Re- I mean, obviously, he was talented enough to get into that. You know, to get into their squad. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. So, but he's not. But he's not played this season. So that he's played one could se- seventy. Right away, it? He's played seventy-nine minutes in total, yeah. and that's yeah. he's got one goal and one assist. So that's nice. But so he's uh, what? 22 or something no, like that? No, he's already 25. 25, is he? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it, it, that one could... I, I really think that one could go either way. I mean, obviously, it's a player in a position I'd like us to strengthen, but um, I, I've never I've never seen him before, and I, I've no idea how good he is. Uh, Last season, so. he played 53 games, scored 19, assisted 11. I think I think he's really good, and, and it's not bad. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a shame um, that we weren't in discussion for him. You know, um, twenty-five that makes it uh, an age of uh, of an FSG profile player. No, he's, he's the other very, the other he, thing is as well. He's he's cap. Uh, I, I was just thinking about this earlier. You know, uh, it, it's sometimes no bad thing to go for a player. Who's at a team like PSG or Barcelona or wherever, where they're not getting enough game time because they're in a team where they're used to winning. Sometimes it's difficult for us when we're buying players from Southampton and the um, that the acceptable level for them to perform at is quite a bit lower. So it can be very difficult for them to make that jump, but. If if you've if you've come from a, a team like PSG, you know what the what the expectation is. Um, you know that you you have to win every single game, and that's the only thing that's acceptable. So it's um, could could work out well for them, but um, we'll see. Yeah. At the same time, uh, I said that in the in the WhatsApp group the other day, uh, or maybe dropped it on Twitter. I don't know. Um, there's a very good possibility we might have been in the discussion in an early stage and he's saying I don't want to be you know um, if I go to, to you and I'll be sitting on the bench for the uh, for at least 10 to 15 games and I'll be on, on the bench I'm especially certainly not going to, to, to the World Cup um, and Salamane and Firmino you know they're very likely to play every game from now till the end of the season. 
Haven't haven't Tottenham sent? Uh, isn't Lamella leaving? No, no. He actually just came. You know, he actually just came on in the game. So. Ah, okay. I thought I had he was he was going to leave. So, I mean, it is an area because I think Sun prefers to play centrally. I think, and um, they only really had Lamella. I think around the the squad who who was more of a a winger. So. Um. It does make sense for them. Uh, just hopefully it doesn't make them enough better that they can start to cause us problems. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay, um, let's suppose Christian, uh, let's move to City. Um, they bought Emmerich Laporte as a central defender. Um, and it seems that that's all the business they will do. They've obviously... Um, no, they haven't sold anyone or loaned anyone in 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 this window. So yeah, they failed on the Maras deal, which hurts them now because Sané is uh, will be injured for at least four to six weeks, maybe even more. So yeah, discussing uh, Jack tackle by the way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they have personal issues at all. <clears throat> Whatever they are doing now, they are safe with 15 points, 15 points lead. Um, they are absolutely safe. They're absolutely safe. The only question, the only real challenge is the Champions League for them. And uh, this, I don't want to, don't want to make a prediction as how how they will fare there. Jesus fucking Christ! Just seeing the City game. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm just looking at the City game against West Brom. Foster is making two absolute howlers. How the fuck do we always have goalies have the best game of the season against us? <laughs> That's terrible. He's getting chipped left, right, and centre. Goes through his legs. He's off his lines. Terrible! All three goals. He looks shit. Well, um, all right. Sorry, I um, interrupted <laughs> you there. <laughs> so we're back to the goalkeeping discussion now. <laughs> no, City. Okay. Yeah, let's so, not buy Forster. I think it's City is the most balanced side anyway, and now they have they have another backup, Laporta, which backup or not. Let's see how he does. Um, he started, are, by the way, tonight. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see the match, so I, I don't. I, I can't judge him right now. And we, has, on every single transfer, you still have to see how that player fares in the new team, new club. Can be a vast difference. We've seen that with Oxford Chamberlain. We have seen that with, with Virgil, to a certain extent, up and down. And yeah, we'll be very much up again, hopefully. And uh, it's it's always a difference, but uh, they are so balanced. There's nothing really, yeah, nothing really special to say about that. Yep. Okay. Um. Well, if you look at it, that that's where they spend all their money. Really, is in the defence. I mean, he's really torn torn up his defence and replaced everybody, from the keeper, you know, to the the fullbacks, the centre backs, um, and he spent a lot of money there. Uh, I find yeah. it really funny that Pep is a, such an attack-minded manager and he's bought nearly entirely defenders and Mourinho is 
you know, a part, the bus manager, and uh, he's buying all of these attackers. <laughs> it just seems quite funny. Well, I mean, if you look at Pep, Pep though, he didn't need to buy any attackers. They were always, you know, there was the side he inherited was was a very strong attacking side anyway. But their their Achilles heel was um, they had uh, you know one good defender who kept getting injured, but the rest of them were pretty poor. Um, I mean, that's what he saw. He had to strengthen there. Yeah, and he did. He bought Danilo yeah, for twenty-seven million, Edison for thirty-six, Kyle Walker for for forty-six, uh, Mendy for fifty-two, and now uh, Laporte for uh, reportedly fifty-eight and a half. Yeah, and, and Stones, and just, and Stones for fifty the year before. Yeah, Stones was year. Mentioned the Walker fee again. Kyle Walker, forty-six million pounds. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Kyle Walker. £46 million. Pounds. And it's I still believe Nathaniel Klein is a better right back than he is. Yeah, even though he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, you know. With the, with the back problem. <laughs> he's, still be- he's still better. Yeah, But that's fine. He's worth every penny. So right, um, that's City. They obviously um, wanted to to sign Mares, and Leicester City said, "Well, if you pay us, if if you get a package worthy of ninety ninety five million pounds, uh, we're happy to entertain him." Say what? No. <sighs> what? He, he isn't worth that much, though, is he? No. No, I don't think so. He's a good player, but I don't think he's worth that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, that may potentially be why we did not sell him. Uh, why mm-hmm. why we were not in for him. Okay, so that is Manchester City. Let's move on to Arsenal because, well, they're in the midst of uh, deadline day mayhem. Uh, they started the uh, striker merry-go-round of um, yes, you can buy uh, Album Young, but we want um, Batshuayi. And Chelsea going, yeah, we would send you Batshuayi, but we want Giroud. And Wenger obviously saying, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll happily part with Giroud if I can get in Album Young. So, um, but they've also not only um, signed Aubameyang, which I think is a very, very good signing for them. They've also solidified themselves in, in getting rid of a player who didn't want to be there for a player that is at least happy to be there with the Mkhitaryan deal. And then um, in the end, they got Ozil, Ozil to sign a new deal. So... You know, uh, at least he'll he'll get the money if he leaves in the summer. But um, teams that for now he's he's staying for at least another season. That's not bad, is it? I no. think I think Arsenal have had a good window. Uh, I mean, obviously, Alexis is a really really good player. There's no doubt, but he's it. Uh, I think when he, when he when he plays, sometimes he gets compared to Suarez, and you can you can see that in a way with the sort of desire and so on. But 
Suarez improved the players around him, whereas Sanchez just seems like a, a one-man team. And it's like if he plays great and beats the other team on his own, then fine. But otherwise, he kind of disrupts the flow of the team. And Sam, he's not been good this season because he wanted to go and all of that kind of stuff. So I can only see that being a good a good deal for them, really. Uh, again kind of like a similar situation with Coutinho where you get a bad influence out of the dressing room but also he you know he wasn't at his best this season so uh and and you think as well Mkhitaryan he could um he he seems like a uh a Wenger sort of player you would think he would he would do quite quite well under him be interesting to see how he fits him and um Ozil into the same side but that's a really good level of creativity there and then of course they've got a fantastic striker added to that now as well although I did like Giroud as well but it's, you know you'd think that Aubameyang is going to be um, uh, an upgrade um, the only yeah. thing is with them is are they just is is he just ignoring the defensive side again i mean it, it should be fairly obvious again where they're weak <laughs> have they have they got a single defender apart from uh well they've got maybe one defensive midfielder uh in the squad but he's he's just not a very good footballer uh, forget his name now um but yeah it's it their weakness is defense and they've not strengthened there so they signed, they they signed a young Greek defender, Konstantinos Mavropanos. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy Amache. A, a, a 20 year old centre back from uh, PS Giannina. Yeah, and, and isn't this what they do? They they bought they bought Holding, they bought. Um, who was the other youngster they bought from Southampton a few years ago? Uh, yeah, they keep yeah. buying in these. The, the, the blonde one, yeah. No yeah, one, no I can't, can't remember his name, but get you, it, it's almost like you want to grab hold of Wenger and kind of shake him, you know what I mean, and say, "Buy some fucking good defensive players, you idiot!" And he mm. used to do this when, when you know, he had he had players uh, uh, in, in the in the squad who who were fan, fantastic uh, defensively, uh, like Vieira and um, Gilberto and and so on in in his and Petty in his. Uh, you know his sort of glory years, and uh, I just don't know why he's he's ignored that that type of player for such a long time now. I've, I've got to say, I did see a fantastic tweet uh, earlier today. He says he says he's going to love seeing. It was from an Arsenal fan. He says he's going to love seeing Aubameyang, Lacazette, Ozil, and Mkhitaryan on the field standing together with their hands on the hips as they watch their terrible defence concede another goal. <laughs> 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 the other, the other, the other thing is, is uh, although I think it's overall been a good window for them, it does start to look like it's um, possibly too late for it to to uh, to help them now that they they've dropped rather far back, haven't they? Um, it's an eight point gap. Yeah, and it's not insurmountable, but yeah, but they they need to they need to make up six points to fifth. And they need to make up eight points to fourth. Yeah, so you can think if it was 
if it wasn't a top six now, if it was a top five, let's say Tottenham are not the, the team they are now, you, you could think, okay, you can catch one team, but expecting two or two teams to, to drop down, and unless they go on and win the Europa League or something. Well, you know, he's got Aubameyang, he's got Mkhitaryan, and both of them are able to play in the Europa League. So I think at some point... I think he's he's one draw away from saying, okay, fuck it, I'm going full out on the Europa League. I'll rest my players during the week, and the Europa League is is where my best chances are. And all the better if I'm getting sixth or seventh or eighth. You know, and he's also playing the um, the League Cup final. So I think at some point he will. Um, he will stop being asked about the league and focus on uh, on the Europa League. It's not a bad shout. It's what Klopp mm. did uh, a couple of years ago. It's what it? Klopp, when, Klopp did yeah. two years ago. Almost it's what, Mar- yeah. Yeah, it's Mourinho, what did Mourinho did last season. It's it's a very very viable option for uh, for the English top teams in in the Europa League. Yeah. So you know, at the same time though, um, they've sold. Um, they've parted with Francis Coquelin, which I always thought was a very decent defensive midfielder, who certainly wasn't a whole lot below Granny Jacka and um, uh, and El Neni. But there you go. I'm he's not left. sure. I think I think he had a I think he had a decent spell, but I don't think he's a very good footballer. I think he was just he had like half a season where he was really really good or whatever. And then he sort of dropped back down to his his level, and uh, I I I think yeah, he he probably wasn't good. He was the one I was trying to think of, by the way. So I didn't realise he's left. Yeah, he uh, went to Valencia, and he got yeah. uh, they got absolutely hammered by Madrid over the weekend. It well, I mean, shit. it, it there, there you go then. I mean, the one DM in his squad, uh, and and he's let him go. It's baffling anyway I'm glad I'm not an Arsenal supporter yeah and they've also uh, parted with Theo Walcott the always talent never arrived and he's 29 is he 29 now something like that yeah tw- okay. 20, tw- 28 28 I, I kind of felt like I was waiting near, for nearly his career to begin uh, I know I was thinking of uh, Andy Carroll I think I heard the other day he's 29 now Another player who you think, when is his career going to start? Oh. Yeah. Oh, hold on. It's already done, dusted, and over. And he's going to have a few decent seasons for uh, a bottom half of the table side. And they've also parted parted with Macho Debushi today, the right wing back, who I believe had a great spell for Newcastle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. I think he was good when he first went to Arsenal as well, but uh, well, maybe playing in the Arsenal side for a while, he forgot how to defend. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Arsenal. Uh, they've they've been very very busy, the busiest of uh, the entire top six. Uh, they parted with a couple of players they should have parted earlier, um, and they've gotten in a couple of players they maybe shouldn't have gotten in sooner. So. Um, 
Yeah. Some, re- some really like, some really big name players. I mean, if you look at the size of those names, are you going to yeah. put them on a shirt? <laughs> I just yeah. would like to. I just would like to add my in my opinion, um, Arsenal's window was not that great. I mean, Aubameyang, yeah, was really finished at Dortmund. Had had huge disciplinary issues, not in that form um, he had uh, under Tuchel and the last year with Klopp. And uh, Mkhitaryan is in fact a broken man, very vulnerable personality, and uh, it will take some time before those guys really are back to form, if they ever reach that. And uh, on paper, that looks great with Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan, but in fact, those guys have to be really resurrected first. And that they come to a club, to a team which is already in disarray, and... um, so I, I think it was more uh, despair signings, yeah, typical for a side that always misses out on the better players. Yeah. Um, so in fact, you turn the tables. <laughs> I believe that it's Arsenal that, who miss out. I believe that by getting rid of uh, Sanchez and having Ozil sign the deal, I think that's massive because that says these are the four attackers that's going that's going to be. You know the the Fab Four of Arsenal. That's um, it's not Mik- a bad front four, I don't think. Mkhitaryan, Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Ozil is the answer to Kane, Deli Ali, Son, and Eriksen, to Firmino, Salah, um, Mane, and Cham- Chamberlain or Lalana. Let's say Lalana because it sounds better. You know and. <laughs> That's 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 where we move into, and I think um, they set themselves up for a good eighteen months. Um, it's just that the rest of the six, the six behind those four, are absolutely dog shit. And we will get in Kaita. We will. Uh, we've got in. Well, they've Dijk. got they've got Kashani and Czech. Um, they're they're really good players. I think. Um, Czech is Czech's interior. Yes, definitely aging. Yeah, you you Czech, can see there's yeah, this one or two. He's, he's, he's going down from a very very high level yeah. I mean uh, he's I, I I still think he's a he's a decent player um, but it's it's two out of you know your back five or, or back six or whatever isn't it uh, Shaka is never a defensive midfield player god knows who gave Wenger that idea Um. I think they really miss Cazorla as well. I think he really makes them yeah. tick, but he's so injury prone. Yeah, it's just a shame. So, um, yeah, well, that's for Arsenal. And then um, let's finally move on to the team we don't really like to talk about, I guess. But, um, yes, um, they've done absolutely nothing except for the trade with McTarion. Well, <laughs> they've lost two 0 tonight, by the way. Hooray! Yeah, <laughs> which is nice we're, because that opens it up for us to. We're to, only, to, to yeah, we're only three points up second now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just you know, if we if we beat Tottenham uh, in in the weekend, uh, we we put uh, we put a five gap five points gap between between us and them, which is a decent cushion. And then if we beat Man United, which would be lovely, we go above them. So you know, um, 
we've got it all in our hands to be the best of the rest for this season and being the best of the rest this season is something um, we should all be happy about but I, think we have been, I think we have been in terms of the quality of our play uh, we, we've been I don't know whether you want to call it luck or, or whatever but there's there's been some really fine margins between us turning a lot of those draws we've had into into wins um, usually individual mistakes and things like that where we yeah we I, I feel like on balance of our play the way we dominate teams and that sort of thing then um, it, it's where we should be at the moment where I feel we deserve to be whereas you kind of feel like United seem to be almost the other way around. They've been fairly terrible, but seem to get quite good bits of luck on their side. Or yeah, refereeing I, I, decisions. I, I, <coughs> I would agree there. But also, um, they've got a keeper that's kept them in a lot of these uh, games. Yeah, I was, let, uh, <laughs> let's hope he finally moves in the summer. Um, yeah, goes to Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah. I want to. Uh, I want to start closing it up. Um, I forgot to mention that we've sold Lloyd Jones to a League Two side. Um, sorry, I can't remember which one. And we've also parted with Cameron Brannigan, who's also left for uh, Oxford on a on a permanent deal. So um, we're trimming the um, the the U sides of players that uh, did not have a, a, a very good chance of, of getting into or getting near um, the first side yes. and it's wasn't Brannigan talked about as going to Real Madrid at one point or Barcelona, or was it Barcelona? yes yeah, God. Yeah. Ima- just imagine that yeah was it in this first right. season he played quite a few games for us and he was really really yeah, good yeah 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 he was and then he absolutely fell off a cliff for some reason mm. It was the season he, where he thought he got, well, injured. he got injured, I think, and then it wasn't the same. Yeah, well, let, let, let's hope it, it goes well. I thought he was a stylish player, and I've got a, a soft spot for stylish players. Um, yeah, I liked him. Lloyd, Lloyd Jones went to Luton Town, by the way. Luton Town, yeah. I believe he's been there on loan, um, and he, his, his reaction was, I just want to play. Um, I've been involved in the under 23s, which is nice. But uh, you know, I want to be in, I want to be involved in senior football. And the lad's got the height and the brain to become a very, very good defender. And we'll see how he develops. You know, you, you might see him pop up within a two, three seasons. Suddenly, um, you maybe know, there's uh, a buy, buyback clause or something like that in his contract or something. Yeah, perhaps. Let's hope. Um, and we've got uh, news on a transfer just before the window closes. Um, John Flanagan moves to Bolton Wanderers. On really? Loan. Yeah, on loan for the rest of the season, I believe. Um, well, there's another guy who was, you know, he seemed to be absolutely at the top, didn't he? Uh, in 13, 14, he was he was so good for us and. Yeah, got, got an England uh, call up got, and everything. Got, yeah, he got an England call up. Uh, did he get? I think he went to um, the World Cup. Did Did he go to the World Cup? Yeah, I'm not Can't sure. Can't remember now. Can't remember now. But anyway, yeah, another one who, uh, well, injuries did for him, didn't they? And it, maybe it's best that 
with the sort of legal worries and that sort of thing he's gone through recently that he sort of um, gets gets away from the spotlight now I suppose yeah I think so too um, it, it seems that that's going to be it though um, perhaps Markovic might get his loan uh, not too sure but um, we'll see how that pans out uh, and we will talk that in a different show I want to thank everybody for joining. Uh, thank you, Chris. Welcome. And thank you, Jason. No worries. And thank you, Drew. My pleasure, as always. No. And with that, sorry we uh, rambled on a bit too long, longer than the hour we generally set out to uh, to do. But um, yeah, our drivel just takes a bit of time. Thank you very much for listening and uh, the Transfer Show will stop now and we'll um, obviously pick up um, after and uh, nearing the summer break. And see you then. Bye-bye.